Preface to Songs for the Millions and Other Poems by Benjamin Stott. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Songs for the Millions and Other Poems by Benjamin Stott of Manchester, Bookbinder, Middleton. Printed and published by W. Horseman, 1843. This little volume is, by permission, humbly dedicated to Thomas Slingsby Duncombe Esquire, M.P., whose disinterested patriotism and eloquent advocacy of the rights of suffering humanity have won for him the esteem and sincere gratitude of the just portion of the living generation, and the truly consoling gratification of knowing that his memory, as an honest man, and that his actions, as an uncorrupted statesman, will be cherished by and live in the hearts of generations yet unborn preface the following humble attempts to clothe the emanations of fervent feeling in the divine garb of poesy are the productions of an almost uneducated mind the author by no means claims any indulgence on this score inasmuch as it has been made an excuse by so many of his predecessors for obtruding their works on the public he nevertheless is conscious that these poems contain many glaring faults and that the critic will find subjects for the full exercise of his vocation should he deem them worthy of his censure or even of his notice they are however with all their imperfections on their heads the sincere aspirations of a heart overflowing with an enthusiastic love of liberty imbued with a devout admiration of the works of nature and an ardent adoration of nature's god under the inspiration of those glorious feelings have they been written in giving them to the world in a collected form the author takes this opportunity of thanking the various editors of periodical literature who have inserted them as detached pieces and also those kind friends who have given him their advice in bringing them through the press he would also inform the reader that they have been written more to gratify an innate love of poesy and of the subjects on which he treats than for publication hence their want of polish and the many errors that they may be found to contain but should the sentiments expressed in them meet with a response from the humblest disciple of truth and freedom the object of the author will be accomplished memoir Benjamin Stott, the author of the following poems, was born at Manchester on the 24th of November, 1813. His father, a hairdresser, and subsequently an auctioneer, was a member of a respectable family in the vicinity of Rochdale, Lancashire. His mother, whose maiden name was Hall, was the descendant of an ancient and highly respectable family, for centuries located at the villages of Hope and Bradwell, near Castleton, in the peak of Derbyshire. The subject of this memoir was the youngest of thirteen children, and was, unfortunately, deprived of both his parents when he was under six years of age. A maiden aunt, the sister of his mother, who supplied the place of his deceased parents, nobly struggled by persevering industry in fustian cutting to keep him from want until he attained his ninth year. At this period he was admitted through the exertions of the friends of his late father, into Chetham's Hospital, commonly called the Manchester College. Previously to this he had, however, at the National Free School, Granby Row, Manchester, 
received the simple rudiments of education, namely, being taught to read and to write. These acquirements were of great advantage to him in gaining admission into the hospital. During his stay at this excellent but much abused institution, from the year 1822 to 1827, he made little progress in learning, from the education of the boys being so shamefully neglected. On leaving the college, he was apprenticed to a bookbinder, to which business he served seven years, and has since worked at it as a journeyman. He was never out of his native town of Manchester, except on one occasion, when the business of a society to which he belongs led him to the Isle of Man. It may be truly said of him that he has had few opportunities of looking on the sublime and varied face of nature, save through an atmosphere polluted with smoke, belched from a thousand chimneys in this large manufacturing district. He has, however, to counteract this disadvantage, had an opportunity, from the business that he follows, of cultivating his ardent love of literature. We may say of him, had his mind been better cultivated, we might have expected better things. End of Preface